You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. The Engineering Behind Elon Musk's Bid to Save Thailand's Cave Boys by Wendy Dent Around 6 p.m. Tuesday at Tham Long in Thailand, the last of the 13 survivors who had spent 18 days trapped in a cave emerged to safety. A rescue team had spent the past three days getting the boys out after five days of desperate planning and calculations since their discovery. As the boys' oxygen supply dwindled, doubts in the rescuers' ability to save them mounted. The boys weren't trained scuba divers, and they were facing a voyage on which a pro-Thai Navy SEAL died, while placing oxygen tank supplies along the route. Then Elon Musk entered the fray, apparently at the humble request of a Twitter follower. At MabsMag says, Hi sir, if possible, can you assist in any way to get the 12 Thailand boys and their coach out of the cave? What followed was a curious few days where two rescue operations played out simultaneously. The first was the official one in Thailand that ultimately proved successful, and the second was run by Musk, an unsolicited effort that Thai authorities ultimately called not practical for our mission, but one that captivated the internet and reinforced the most flattering image of Musk, as a brilliant engineer with a nose for unexpected solutions to pressing problems delivered in record time. In his inimitable fashion, Musk started tossing out fresh ideas for ways to free the boys, chatting with his followers. It inspired a wealth of budding engineers to brainstorm and send hand-drawn designs his way, too. Boring Co. has advanced ground-penetrating radar and is pretty good at digging holes. Don't know if pump rape is limited, but electric power or pumps are too small. If so, could dropship fully charge power packs and pumps. MabsMag says, Thank you, at Elon Musk. That is really all I ask, that you follow the updates on the situation and perhaps you may come up with something. Some of us can only pray, but you can do more. We know you're not Iron Man, right? Cheers. For a mogul who has spent recent months fighting with the press and a few investors, it was a chance to put those skills on an ample bank account to use for an unambiguously great cause, with no frustrating quibbling over production rates or financial figures. So, never one to keep a single project in mind, Musk started down two paths. For the first, he tapped wing inflatables. The SpaceX contractor is based in Arcata, California, 350 miles north of San Francisco. We manufacture inflatable recovery parts for SpaceX, says CEO Andrew Bronag. So we have a relationship. When Elon had an idea, he asked our engineering team to get a hold of us. So they hopped on a conference call. 
Elon Musk was on the call, Brennock says. He was very visionary. I was impressed. They were open to our ideas. The result of the collaborative brainstorm was a red Kevlar pouch of sorts designed to carry the boys. The inflatable tube with airlocks, as Musk called it, could be pulled along stretcher style by a trained diver, freeing the boys from needing to learn how to dive or use scuba gear. They are like a bell chamber, Bronach says. Just as a church bell tower contains or releases sound by closing or opening a series of vents, the inflatable tube with airlocks uses air pressure to control the buoyancy, necessary for moving through a cave complex where you occasionally have to drop down to keep moving forward. When you turn parts of the pods one way, it allows them to float. When you turn them another way, they sink. To keep the boys calm during a long claustrophobic voyage, Bronach suggested Valium. They moved fast and worked hard. We started with a concept at 8 a.m. and had a prototype in the pool being tested the same day, Bronach says. Then the team stayed until 1 in the morning and built more units, enough units to get all 12 boys, plus their coach, out of the cave and into the daylight. The following afternoon, Musk's jet touched down in Arcata to pick up the potential lifesavers. A third of the factory went to the plane to wish it luck, Bronach said. The pouches that went into the jet, however, never appeared in the public light, and it's not clear where they ended up. Musk never mentioned them on Twitter. While Bronach and his team were racing to put them together, Musk was hedging his bets with another design approach. Made from an oxygen tube designed for a SpaceX Falcon rocket, the bullet-shaped capsule followed the same principle as the pouch the wing team devised, an air-pressure-controlled vehicle of sorts for the boys to lay inside while the pro-divers guided them to safety. Musk called it a kid-sized submarine and said it was 12.2 inches in diameter, skinny enough to fit through the narrowest chokehold of the passage. He called it Wild Boar, in honor of the boys' soccer team. Good for rescuing vulnerable patients in dangerous environments, he tweeted, particularly if water, toxic gas, or dangerous bacteria viruses present, as patient would remain dry and at standard air pressure entire time. And because Musk is always thinking on a few tracks at once, he noted, with some mods, this could also work as an escape pod in space. As the engineering process sped along, Musk updated the public with a steady stream of tweets. The aluminum capsules could use a thin layer of neoprene insulation, he said, and their buoyancy would be controlled by strapping diving weight belts around them. At Elon Musk says, Design based on dive team feedback, primarily Stanton. Four air oxygen ports front and rear, front ports protected by a nose cone, dual O-ring seal on acrylic rear plate with clear view of occupant head, leak buckling proof to 10x cave water pressure. Musk also considered one follower's suggestion to add a music player to the setup. Yeah, that sounds cool, he replied. Music makes things better, calms the mind. Adding padded wall pockets for a hand radio or phone music player. But by the time Musk's team had tested its design in a Los Angeles pool, on Saturday, the rescue operation was already underway in Thailand, and Musk's help wasn't needed. We'll continue testing in L.A. in case needed later or for somewhere else in the future. Still, Musk put the design on his plane and made the trip over the Pacific. When he arrived, it was day three of the rescue. Eight boys were already out safe, thanks to the low-tech diving method, and the remaining four boys and their coach would soon be free. He dropped off the mini-sub in one of the caves in the long complex. Leaving this here in case it may be useful, he tweeted, Thailand is so beautiful. It's unclear whether the design could have been helpful had it arrived earlier, and whether the hastily assembled capsule would have met the demands of the diving and medical experts on the scene. Representatives for SpaceX and Musk declined to answer questions about various details of the process, including the team's communications with local authorities. Whatever the answers, Musk was eager to play a role in the rescue. 
and for that, he faced accusations that he inserted himself in the situation to promote himself. Musk has a long track record of promising to solve huge problems and then either missing deadlines or falling short, Adam Clark Estes wrote in Gizmodo. Along the way, he's also built up a cult of personality that leads fans to compare him to comic book superheroes. So even if Musk isn't really serious about his ridiculous buzz-building projects, plenty of people still think he is. Musk again took to Twitter to parry the critique. This reaction has shaken my opinion of many people. We were asked to create a backup option and worked hard to do so. Checked with Dive Team many times to confirm if it was worthwhile. Now it's there for anyone who needs it in future. Something's messed up if this is not a good thing. By Wednesday afternoon, he'd moved on to a new problem that needs fixing. Please consider this a commitment that I will fund fixing the water in any house in Flint that has water contamination above FDA levels, he tweeted. No kidding. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.